we need a little bit of negativity or our ancestors certainly did for survival, right? So it's wired into us for good reason, but it's not that helpful in the world that we're in now to interpret everything as bad or have that stuff stick to us, right? I actually just been reading Roy Baumeister's book about the negativity bias, the power of bad. It's really great for a bad, or, you know, kind of depressing title, but it's a great book. <laughs> but really in, in what he talks about and so many other great teachers talk about is, you know, really this kind of almost four to one ratio of positive to negative to really actually see things clearly. Like that's how much negativity is stickier than positivity. And I think in our families kind of really thinking about ways to really deliberately cultivate this. And I think it's important to think about that looking for the positive gratitude, appreciation, these practices, they're not a spiritual bypass to pretending everything is good. They're actually, as a friend of mine says, they're a wisdom practice because they help us see clearly. If we take in four times as much good as negativity, then we're actually seeing things accurately, not pretending that everything is rosy. So I really think it's important to kind of think about that and then find ways that we, we practice this as a family, whether it's you know, roses and thorns at the dinner table with maybe a few more roses, whether it's, you know, looking for beautiful things on the drive or walk to school, whether it's, you know, even just practicing you know, a little gratitude before bedtime. And I've got pretty little kids right now and we do gratitude or sometimes we call it happy thoughts before bed. And of course my son is, you know, almost six, so he's doesn't want to go to bed. So he's like, let's think of a million happy thoughts tonight. And I'm like, let's think of three happy thoughts tonight. But you know, he he enjoys that and it forces us as parents to do it as well. Right. So then we have to kind of then start to nudge our mind a little bit more toward the positive. And all day I'm unconsciously thinking, what are going to be my roses? What are going to be my happy thoughts at the end of the day? So I'm looking for that a little bit more. And it really then impacts just how I perceive the world, which is not everything is great, but you know, there's a balance here. That positivity also makes us more creative and helps us think of you know, solutions to difficult problems and, and that kind of thing. And, and I certainly know that you know, as, as a therapist, you know, I work with kids of all ages. And what I see is you, they, they reach an age where they're 10 or 12 or 15 or whenever it is that their parents then say, you know, like, let's do gratitude and their eyes like roll back into their head. But the thing is that that's actually the age once kids are teenagers where the good news is they're starting to internalize that. And if we ask them that question, even if they roll their eyes, they're still asking themselves, what was good about my day? Even if they say nothing and storm away or something like that. So it's important that we keep holding that space and asking, even when they're past the point of, wanting to tell us exactly what might be going on. And not every teenager rebels in that way, but I think it's, it's important to kind of keep it up over time. And we used to, you know, I think a lot of spiritual traditions, you know, still, you know, say grace or have gratitude practices and that kind of thing. As we become a more secular society, I think that, you know, we can still find ways to practice gratitude and appreciation. And again, not that we're like, everything is great, but we're looking, yeah, there's some, there's some good things in this, challenging situation, whatever it is that we might find ourselves in. And particularly when kids are anxious, what anxiety does is it, is it skews that negativity bias even more. Stress, in fact, skews our negativity bias, right? Everything and everyone is annoying us when we're stressed out and out to get us, right? Or our kids, right? So it makes the world look even more negative. So it becomes even more important in the face of anxiety that we model gratitude, appreciation, working through the negativity bias, and we practice that with our kids, so that over time they start to internalize that as just a habit that they're doing themselves. 
And it's even simply like, you know, again, I work as a therapist with teenagers. I'm not like, let's make a gratitude list with some kids I am, but other kids I'm like, what was the best part of your week? Or what are you looking forward to this weekend? Tell me three things that you're, you're psyched about, you know, between this session and next session. It just depends on how we ask. We don't have to be all flaky, hippy dippy about it when touchy feely. We can be just a little bit more casual with, you know, like what's good? What's the, what's the funniest thing that happened? What's the most exciting thing you're looking forward to? It's still asking that question, but in a language that, that kids when they're older might respond to.